This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason with your host, John Rush. Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends. and Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Happy Thursday, everyone. And we have Dr. Kelly Victory and Steve House both with us today. I'll get Dr. Kelly Victory up first. Dr. Kelly, welcome. How are you today? I'm doing great. Always good to be with you guys. I think this is our last uh, show before uh, the holidays. Yeah, right? It is. Last show before the holidays. Christmas is just around the corner, as we all know. And then head into the new year, and then we're into... 2024. Steve House, welcome as well. Thanks for joining us. You know, I walked by somebody who had been vaccinated earlier today, and I forgot that Christmas was coming. I don't know if there was a connection there or not, but I'm glad to be here. (laughs) Speaking of, so Steve, you sent some things uh, earlier. I actually got a lot to talk about for all of you listening, and you can keep texting us questions. A couple of you have already sent a few things in. 307 200 8222. Even if you're listening to a best of replay show, you're more than welcome to send a text message. We'll get that off and answer it as quickly as we can. Again, 307 200 8222. Steve, there were a lot of questions floating around this week. Alex Branson asking questions about Moderna. What did they know about the spike protein? When did they know about it? What does it cause? Give us a little bit of details on that. And then Dr. Kelly's got some info on that as well. Well, there was actually something published about it. And the publishers in this particular paper were trying very hard not to go as far as the implications should take us. But essentially what they're talking about is some percentage of the proteins that are produced when you put the vaccine in a patient's body are spike proteins. That was what they were designed to be. But then there's some other proteins that are not at all spike proteins. They're misshapen, strange, not normal, and can have a significant impact on your immune system or your immune system response. From what I understand, I mean, I think Kelly probably will have better information, but bottom line is, is all of a sudden you've got stuff in your body that doesn't align with what the vaccine was supposed to produce. And maybe the most, most important question on top of what we don't know about the effect of it is, did Moderna and Pfizer know it existed? How did they produce the vaccine and put it in people's bodies and not know that these right. strange proteins were out there, John? That's the big question. Great, great question. Kelly, Dr. Kelly, I'll let you chime in as well you've got you know from the medical sides of the fence and knowing some of what these things do give us some insight yeah so the reality is this is if it wasn't bad enough that you'd be injected with mrna that would cause you in perpetuity to crank out these spike proteins which everyone knows by now hopefully is the really toxic element of COVID-19 are these spike proteins. Okay, and, 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 and Dr. Kelly, not to interrupt, because we get new people listening all the time, and even this show will most likely replay during Christmas and sort of that New Year time frame where we may have people traveling through that have never heard the three of us talk before. 
explain if you would you know the basics of what you're talking about what is a spike protein i think there's a lot of people out there frankly don't even know what these shots consist of what they do they just hear go get one they do and they're clueless as to what's even inside of it so so in the simplest terms the virus like all viruses has little things on the outside of it on the coating of it that allow it to be recognized by our immune systems. In the case of COVID-19 and other coronaviruses, they have these little spikes on the outside, and that's why they're called corona, because it looks like a crown. They're little spiky things that stick out. These vaccines, if we want to call them that, these shots, mRNA shots, were manufactured, they were created, designed, in order to tell your body to start making these very spike proteins. It gives you the roadmap, the instruction manual for your body to start cranking out spike proteins that are identical to the ones that are on the outside of the virus, with the idea being that when your body starts cranking out these foreign spikes, your own body will say, whoa, that's new, that's different, that's nothing that I should have inside me, and it will create antibodies to the spike. So that when and if you ever see the virus, the virus comes into your body, you already have an army at ready. You will already have antibodies that were produced that say, whoa, that's that abnormal spike protein that we don't like. And the antibodies will attack it and wipe it out. Really bad idea because there's no off switch. And we know that the spikes, these things on the outside of the coronavirus, are what leads people to develop things like blood clots and inflammation of the heart muscle and on and on. So the idea that you have just turned your body into a little factory creating these toxic spikes was a bad idea in the first place. Now it turns out, now we know that when they created the mRNA so that the roadmap to give your body to tell it how to make the spikes, they actually used a synthetic, one of the building blocks of the, of the mRNA was synthetic. It's what was called pseudouridine. Rather than uridine, which is one of the building blocks, they made a synthetic one to make it more shelf-stable and to make it easier to mass-produce. The problem is, it turns out, that the body frequently misreads that synthetic uh, building block and therefore... Sometimes it's creating, and a lot of times it's doing the right thing and creating these toxic spike proteins, but other times it's, in fact, misreading it entirely and creating totally different Hmm. foreign proteins. Lots of them, up to 64 different ones, Hmm. can be produced if these things are misread. So it went from really, really bad to potentially disastrous. Because cranking out spike proteins by itself was a bad idea because they're toxic. If you now are actually making potentially dozens of abnormal proteins that your body doesn't recognize, that is the recipe for an autoimmune disease. Okay, makes sense. Steve, uh, as you said, these were papers that were published. What have you seen as Moderna's response to this, if any? None. They're absolutely quiet. They won't answer questions. They haven't spoken about it. I mean, usually they have something prepared at the very least, but um, nothing in this particular case, John. And, you know, Kelly called it, it's it's something for the immune system in my mind. It's the next real catastrophe. I mean, I think 
we may already be seeing the effects of it. I mean, who right. knows what it'll do? I mean, we, we, we tend to speculate toward the worst, but then again, you know, when you look at some of these papers published in, in, in Britain this week, you know, 158,000 excess deaths, I mean, it has been the worst. It's represented the worst. If anything, we've understated what the worst is in most of our assumptions. So who knows what this is going to do? Who knows what it's doing today? It may be responsible for all kinds of problems we're already seeing. Yeah, and, and we've, we again, folks listening, again, those of you that may be just listening for the first time, I should also mention Dr. Kelly Victory. She's very astute in all of this, as you can tell. We've been talking about this on my program here uh, during this hour, literally on Thursdays, we've been doing this for well over three years now. And uh, Steve House is the one that actually put all this together. He's a former GOP chair and has been in the medical world for a very, very long time. Dr. Kelly Victory, all of her credentials and the things that she's done is on our website, RushToReason.com. There's an entire page dedicated to her there. So, again, those of you maybe just traveling through for the first time listening to this saying, this is all information that... I've maybe heard bits and pieces of, but not collectively in this manner. We have, by the way, as I just said, you know, years upon years of these conversations. And, and guys, you know, Steve and Dr. Kelly, I know we've been talking about this stuff for a very, very long time, but you would be surprised at how many people still every single week I get where this is new information to them. Yeah, and, and the reality is this. These are the sorts of things that should have been sorted out in the years that it typically takes right. for a vaccine or a new therapeutic to come to market. I can't imagine anybody taking an antibiotic or a blood pressure medication or something for whatever, for diabetes, that had been studied, had been invented and uh, produced in a matter of months. Mm -hmm. These things take years to test. And vaccines in particular, John, take many, many years because the immune system doesn't always respond in the way we think it's going to. Right. Sometimes it takes months or years before you say, whoa, uh, the antibody response or the immune response to that is not what we expected over time. You know, with something like a blood pressure medication or an antibiotic, generally we generally, not always, but generally we know within a matter of months what the outcomes are going to be. Not so with vaccines. And these vaccines were rushed to market. Yep. They were rushed to market under the false pretense that everybody was at risk. We're all going to die otherwise. And everybody's at equivalent risk, including children and healthy people under the age of 60. And that was a lie. And they knew it was a lie, but they had to keep that lie going in order to get people to accept this brand new, yep. under-tested, yep. uh, you know, and, and truly novel uh, therapeutic. And now, as Steve points out, we are seeing horrific numbers of adverse events. We are seeing deaths, autoimmune diseases, new cancers, inflammation of the heart muscle, and on and on, likely related to these vaccines. And we may well only be seeing the tip of the iceberg. Along those lines, and this goes right along with this, so guys, hang tight. Steve, you sent something to uh, Dr. Kelly and I both. This was a clip of an interview on Fox News with uh, Laura Ingram, and I want to play this because this go, you know, coincides exactly, really Dr. Kelly, with what you're talking about. Let me, let me restart that, Charlie. Here we go. Yeah, let me get this going. What he really wanted out of all those COVID mandates. Once people feel empowered and protected legally, you are going to have schools, universities, 
and colleges are going to say, you want to come to this college, buddy? You're going to get vaccinated. It's been proven that when you make it difficult for people in their lives, they lose their ideological bull and they get vaccinated. Okay, Steve, you actually sent that out. We've known his, you know, his thoughts on this all along. That clip did not shock me at all. And yet there'll be people out there, Steve, that even deny that's what he said. I know. Let me just as any good politician, I'm going to go back and make two comments on something that was said earlier. Sure, go ahead. Um, First and foremost, there is no way, no way on this earth that Pfizer and Moderna did not know that these other proteins were being produced by the vaccine before we ever gave it to anybody. Agree. And if they did, that's even more criminally stupid than it is anything else. Yep. Um, number two, just so you know, when I introduce myself on this radio show, I tend to tell people that I've been in healthcare longer than Kelly, but she's treated more patients. So ah, I'll just use that for reference. There we go. Um, <laughs> and and then, then regarding Anthony Fauci, um, you know, it's, you know, something you're looking for motivation, right? I mean, any crime, any bad behavior, any corruption, anything like that, at times you've got to find the underlying motivation. Why did they do it? Is it just because of money? Is it something else? Listening to Tony Fauci, every time I've listened to Tony Fauci and listening to this again, I just, I wonder what the motivation is. We've speculated what the motivation is. You know, we've talked about, you know, population or depopulation. Right. We've talked about all of that stuff. Somebody's going to have to hold this guy accountable. Agree. I mean, he not only didn't do the right thing, but he lies about what he said he did so often. Yep. It's irresponsible. I know he's retired, but my God, put this man on trial somewhere. It's I agree. Ridiculous. I agree. Okay. That's a great stopping point. Hang tight. I want to talk about that whole accountability factor as soon as we come back. Those of you listening, if you have a question, a couple of you have already texted. I'll get those answered. Never fear. 307-200-8222. We'll come right back. Affordable interest mortgage is next. Kurt Rogers, by the way, is going to join me at 5 o'clock. We'll talk everything mortgage, housing, all of what's going on here as we close the year out. Uh, in, in the meantime, you can call him direct. 720-895-0500. Got too much debt but a low rate on your mortgage? Worried that rates aren't going to go down fast enough? Need relief now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Before your property tax and homeowner insurance goes up, we can help you lower your monthly payments, pay off your debt, and lower the amount of interest you pay. We have been changing lives in Colorado for over 20 years. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, and let our experience continue to save you money. Home of the original Asset Manager Loan, where you pay less interest and own your home faster, pay off your debt and save six to nine hundred a month, have access to your equity for thirty years. Call seven two zero eight nine five zero five hundred now. We listen and promise to do our best for you. Take AIM, affordable interest mortgage. Seven two zero eight nine five zero five hundred. Over twenty years of low rates, outstanding service, and number one at putting you first. Let us show you how our experience saves you money. 720-895-0500. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DORA, equal credit lender. And if you want a doctor, somebody much like what we do here with Dr. Kelly and Steve House, if you want somebody thinking along the exact same lines as us, give Dr. Scott Faulkner a call today, 303-663-6990. Are you looking for a health care provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and Integrative Healthcare, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. 
At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. All right, Level Engineering, find out if solar is a good fit for you. Call Alan Davis today, 303-378-7537. Alan Davis of Level Engineering wants you to have the whole story about saving money with solar. Everyone knows that solar power saves you money. But the most important savings are all those dollars you won't have to pay the power company. For most homes, that will mean paying thousands less for electricity annually. And the average tax credit for installing solar in your home is 56%. That's more money in your pocket. In addition to the money that you will save each month, solar can add $15,000 or more to the value of your home. And homes with solar panels sell faster than those without. Today's solar energy is a great financial decision on your part when you work with Alan Davis. Alan is the solar money-saving expert. So talk to him directly by going to klzradio.com solar for a free, no-obligation consultation. No liberal media bias here. This is Rush to Reason. And we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Again, text us any questions you've got, 307-200-8222. All right, let's start. Uh, Steve, since you brought this up, and Dr. Kelly, I'll let you chime in after Steve. Steve, how do we keep people accountable? You yourself, we were texting you know, before the show today and there's a lot of people out there literally asking these questions what do we do not what do we do in response to the vaccines or the shots themselves and how to keep healthy and all that but literally what do we do to keep in your case a moment ago the dr fauci's of the world accountable you know we have to somehow make it absolutely mandatory for people in congress to act i mean i i see reports all the time from congress about this is bad that's bad you know, we lost $2.3 trillion in the Pentagon. I don't know where they had $2.3 trillion, but we passed budgets without ever getting accountability. Uh, it's never been an environment. I, I don't care how badly you want to beat Joe Biden if you're a Republican. Hold people accountable for give, giving us some level of accountability on these issues, whether it's financial. I mean, COVID costs trillions of dollars. Yes. You know, get a declaration of where it came from. You know, get, get people out of the way. Just tell people, hey, I'm not going to donate to your campaign unless you fight for the truth. I'm just not. And if we lose another election, we lose another election. But I'd rather go down fighting for accountability. Because what, what good is the country if we can't hold anyone accountable? I agree. I mean, if Fauci got, gets rich from the patents he's probably got his name on to these COVID vaccines. He keeps to pushing them. His family will be rich, and yep. no one will ever do anything. And that's not acceptable to me. No, to no, Steve, you're right. If we if we don't hold people accountable, we now have a dictatorship and or many dictators. Yeah. Right. And and right now, I mean, it's the whole reason why. If you go back to the history of pharmaceutical companies now paying for safety testing, paying for the FDA, paying for you know the the CDC. I mean, all the payments that are being made by pharma to the organizations that govern them or regulate them. 
that stuff, once that stuff started, we were in deep trouble, and we are in deep trouble, and it's Agreed. only going to get worse if we don't demand something different. Dr. Kelly, your thoughts? This goes both sides of the aisle. When Steve says, you know, no one's held accountable, right, no one is held accountable by the Republicans, by the conservatives either. Anthony Fauci stood up or, you know, and sat in front or sat in front of Congress and perjured himself over and over and over. And he lied and we have the receipts. He lied about the gain of function research, about his participation in it, about his funneling U.S. taxpayer dollars. This is no different, however, about, you know, what do the Republicans do uh, about holding Hillary Clinton accountable? Remember how we were all going to they were going to prosecute Christine Blasey Ford for perjuring herself in the Kavanaugh uh, Supreme Court here, you know, appointment. They never follow up. As soon as the event is over, all the blathering on and bloviating about how they are going to hold people accountable falls to the wayside. Mm -hmm. We never hold anyone accountable. That has got to stop. Back to the question of what the pharmaceutical companies knew. Again, we have the receipts. We know that they lied to the FDA. We have internal documents from them that showed they knew these shots caused myocarditis. They knew that the pseudouridine, using the synthetic uridine, was a problem. They knew all of these things. They knew there was an increased risk of uh, spontaneous miscarriage and on and on. We have their own documents. They knew that these shots didn't stay in the arm, but they went ahead and told the public that they did. We have their own documents showing they knew that 11% of the mRNA ended up in the ovaries and the testes and had implications for fertility. Yet, they lie to the FDA. So unless these people are absolutely taken, I'm talking about prosecuted, criminally prosecuted in the way that Ken Paxton is talking about down in Texas. Uh, you know, finally, we have right. a state attorney general who is actually bringing a criminal case. And if you know your history and you think back to the tobacco issues, it wasn't until a bunch of state attorneys general started prosecuting. And, and bringing the, holding these people to task that actually we got any traction. Hmm. So I think that is what's got to happen. We, they've got to lose their blanket immunity, their liability protection that they all uh, have enjoyed under the emergency use authorization. Because once we can prove that they committed fraud, that they lied, they were dishonest to the American people and to the FDA in order to get these shots into everybody's arms, then let the games begin, yep. because they don't have any liability protection. Well said. All right, I got a couple of questions that have come in via uh, the text line really quick. So uh, not really quick, because th- some of these will, will take some time. The first one is, have you or Steve, Dr. Kelly, have you or Steve heard of frame shifting due to the mRNA shots? And I, by the way, have no idea what that means. Yeah, that's exactly what I was just talking about. Frame shifting is um, this misreading because of the pseudouridine. The, there are building blocks, there are four building blocks, okay. nucleotides that help to build a protein, four okay. of them. And okay. it's based on you know, what different order they are in, you get different kinds of proteins get built. If what seems to be happening is when that code for a particular protein begins with the synthetic uh, pseudouridine, in some people and sometimes 
the body essentially ignores it. And it, in fact, starts with the second letter, the next piece. And so what it does is it shifts the frame. It's kind of like if the word is supposed to be bread, B-R-E-A-D, but you ignore the B, all of a sudden the word becomes red, R-E-A-D. Right. Totally different from bread. True. Red, bread and red are not the same things. True. Okay? True. But, but so... And on, so if your body ignores, and that's what frame shifting, it shifts gotcha. the frame from starting with gotcha. the B in that case gotcha. to starting with the R, and therefore produces something totally different than what was intended. Makes and that's sense. called frame shifting. Makes total sense. That that one, by the way, thank you very much for that. That makes uh, com- complete sense. Steve, do you want to add anything to that, by the way? No, I, I mean, she hit it obviously right on, on target. I sometimes think about the way we treat or we use Premarin, for example, in, in menopause, you have multiple types of estrogen putting into a, a body that has only four types of estrogen. So you have a mismatch in what you're putting in. And, of course, these proteins, as she said, when you shift the frame, oftentimes they create a protein that's not usable by the body at all. Got it. So it's not like they create a protein you weren't expecting. It's You weren't expecting it, and there's no value in it gotcha. of, of whatever it, 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 and and I'll take it one step further. And if there's no vet, it's foreign. So your body's going to do what when it sees a foreign protein? Create antibodies. Right. That's so now all of a sudden it's creating more antibodies to something. So that is what causes autoimmune diseases. All of a sudden, your body is attacking proteins that you are creating yourself, and it's essentially launching an all-out war on you. Right. Right. Makes sense. Autoimmune. Okay, somebody texted in. Been hearing there are some uh, rumors out there about tuberculosis cases in the country. Three weeks ago, I started having tightness in my right lung, loss of appetite, lost 10 pounds, major fatigue, sleepiness, and so on. Went to the doctor, had a chest X-ray, blood workup. A few days ago, the doctor called and said he wanted further tests done, suspecting tuberculosis. I had COVID-19 in 2019, never have done the shots. Question is, could COVID-19 be the cause of this uptick in tuberculosis? Well, t- tuberculosis, you know, is, is not, uh, it, it couldn't be caused by COVID. The issue is whether your immune system has been suppressed Got it. by something, whether it's by having COVID or something else that's putting people at higher risk, not only for tuberculosis, but also for, um, for other types of infections. My, I don't know where this person is living, but my bigger concern is that we have millions of people Flocking across the border from countries mm, where good point. diseases like tuberculosis yep. good point. are endemic. Good point. Uh, it, it, so that's my bigger concern. Tuberculosis. We haven't had big issues in general with tuberculosis in the United States. It is a problem, and and uh, drug resistant tuberculosis is particularly a problem. But I think the bigger risk in this particular case is the unfettered access that people have to flocking in across our country where we have absolutely no idea what communicable diseases they may be carrying. Great point. And and that that, uh, to me is also a bigger deal. And again, and and, and by the way, this is something Steve and, and Dr. Kelly both I've not read much on. So this particular individual has got more data on this. Steve, have you heard anything along these lines? And you're on kind of the admin end of this, are you hearing uh, that there's larger cases of tuberculosis across the country? I have, but I, like Kelly, I don't know that it's COVID-related. I mean, when you have 
1.7 million people coming in from a variety of countries who probably, and at least they claim to have been poor in those countries, they may never have been vaccinated for all kinds of stuff. I mean, I would expect communicable diseases in the public health category to pick up in all categories. TB happens to be one of the worst of them, but um, the indications of that are when you go to prisons. I visited Harris County Prison in Texas one time. That 72% of the prisoners there had TB. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just depends on where you came up, came from, where you came up. So I don't know that I've heard TB being caused. I've heard diet, type 1 diabetes being caused by the vaccine, other things like that, but I haven't TB. But you have two factors with the border and the way it is. Okay, makes sense. Dr. Kelly, this one, I don't know if you ever talked about. This is a little bit off topic as far as, you know, COVID and all of that goes, but good question. I don't think I've ever covered this even on my hour of health and wellness on Wednesdays, but uh, what is your opinion or do you have any on grounding or earthing and does it really help? You know, there's a lot of talk about this right now. I have my own opinions, Um, by the way. Yeah, so what I can tell you is um, that it's sort of the way I feel about chiropractic medicine. Yes, there is value in it, but not for the reasons they say. Um, so the idea of grounding is the idea that, that you can actually improve your immune system uh, and, and your overall health and wellness by spending time walking barefoot, spending time, right. uh, for example, in the forest. Put a ground strap to the mattress and things like that even. It, 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 you know, right, yes, yeah, so that, that the, you know, this idea that you are somehow actually ha- are, you know, touching and communicating with the earth. Um, I don't think it works for reasons that they are promoting. I think it works because it is not unlike other forms of meditation and getting out. And you know, the idea when you are out grounding, I'll tell you what you're not doing. You're not on your cell phone. True. You're not trolling through TikTok videos. True. You're not reading the mail. Good point. You're not looking at your bills. You're not on your computer. You're not arguing with your kid, and you're not watching some stupid show on television. You're outside, and that by itself just the idea of feeling connected to the to nature and to outdoors, I think, does a world of good for people's overall health and wellness. It's the same way that laughing does, that getting together with friends and family does, and getting away from the overwhelming amount of stress that is crushing people mm-hmm. on a daily basis. So, yes, I absolutely think it's worth doing. And whatever you want to believe is happening, it doesn't really matter. Get outside. Put away the devices, get away from the screens, take some time to deep breathe and just remember what a beautiful world it really is. Agree with that one. I, I cannot argue that one at all. I I don't know. And maybe, Steve, it's just because of my you know technical car side and even a lot of the things that I see that come out gimmicky you know, gas saving measures and so on. I just look at a lot of these things and, you know, I, I'm, you know me, I'm a pretty rational guy. I understand a little bit about mechanics and, you know, even electricity and things along those lines. And I just, I'm sorry, the whole grounding thing for me outside of what Dr. Kelly said, as far as your health goes, I just don't see any health benefits there whatsoever other than what she said. Well, I may disagree a little bit and here's why. Um, I know people, a fair number of people who've gone to grounded sheets, right? They don't, they don't do the walk outside. They do right. the grounded sheets. And um, most of them are just rational people like we are, if we are rational, um, who come back and say, you know what? I stopped taking melatonin and I sleep better. You know, I don't, I don't wake up in the middle of the night as much. I mean, there's... Well, but here, I, here's know, a question I would looking, have for those people, though. Do you feel it's because of 
the actual sheets themselves or because psychologically they know I've made a change to what's going on in my environment. And so psychologically, they're now able to sleep and do things better than they once were. That's the question I would have. That was the question I hope you would ask. And my answer to you is, does it really matter? <laughs> Probably not. Better, I guess not, no. Whether it's psychological <laughs> good or point. the sheets, does it really matter? <laughs> good point. That's, yeah, that's a good point. I, you know, I, and, and by the way, I'm not against anything that would make someone in their own world feel better, whatever that might be. To Dr. Kelly's point, walking around outside barefoot, and you know, if you think you're making a big difference, fine. And, and by the way, I've heard the stories of people, Steve, like you just mentioned, where they claim... You know, this thing works, and on and on we go. And and I guess just because of what I've done here for so many years, and despite what everybody actually might think listening, I'm not a tinfoil hat-wearing kind of guy. I'm. You guys both know me. I'm pretty rational and really question a lot. I mean, I've got enough Missouri blood from my mom's side where it's sort of that show-me state of, you know, I'm not really going to believe it till I see it sort of a thing. And yet, Steve, I also know that, you know, in some people's lives, you know, I'm like you. If it works and it works for them, so be it. Am I going to go out and spend money on grounded sheets? No. So, John, you're more of a Kevlar copper kind of hat guy, not a tinfoil. There you go. (laughs) There you go. I can also tell you that personally, I have adopted over the last few weeks to a month cold plunges and sauna work. And I that better. I can buy into, and there's different reasons behind that, but I can buy into that one. The sheets, though, like I said, I, you know, I've listened to them. You know, will I spend $134 and buy a sheet that's grounded? Um, I'm open-minded. I think being open-minded is probably the best way to look at it, but um, I don't know the answer one way or another. I'm not ruling it out. I've just heard good things. And, and really quick on the plunge thing, and Dr. Kelly, I want to get your opinion on this. I read some things about this this week, and my feeling on the whole plunge thing is you're, it's like it's like cryotherapy. You're doing things to your body that's making it react in a way that's rejuvenating and making some things happen internally that wouldn't be happening otherwise. It's like exercise or many other forms we can, you know, forms of things we can do to help our bodies out. That's how I see the polar plunge side of it. Am I correct in that? I, I think so. I think it's multifaceted. I think there's an anti-inflammatory component to it. True. Um, it, it, to decreasing inflammation, decreasing edema. I think there's a little challenge, a healthy one to your immune system, that your immune system goes, whoa, that, yeah, and right. you get a, in the same way that exercise and breaking a sweat and doing some cardio gives you an immune challenge. And so I think all of those things together are, uh, are beneficial. And I think there's a psychological benefit because there's something that's very much a, the briskness of doing the Arctic plunge and the way it makes you feel. You feel hyper alert. You feel hyper aware. Uh, you are aware of lots of sensations. And I think that there's a psychological, uh, positive psychological impact of that as well. Another question came in. One, and, no, go ahead, Steve. Go ahead. Jump in. Go ahead. There's one, one other thing in that line, line, Kelly, is that I think most of the people who do it and they spend three minutes in 48-degree water come out of that and feel like they've done something difficult and they can do other difficult things. Good so point. Your psychological. Exa- yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, right. Good this point. One of those two. Yeah, I agree. Dr. Kelly, this was a question that came in, uh, honestly, a few weeks ago, and we haven't been together to ask this. Explain the treatment for COVID, where some people get it now, and the doctors will prescribe Plaxivid. Explain that. Does it really work? A lot of people, I mean, I've known people where it actually did help them get through their cold COVID, whatever you want to call it, quicker. Explain that, if you would. 
Yeah, I, I am not a fan of Paxlovid. It's a very new drug again. Um, it certainly seemed to have some immediate impact on COVID, the virus. The problem is it's associated with an extraordinarily high incidence of what we call rebound, meaning people do feel better within a couple of, uh, for some people, a couple of hours and, and less than a day from their COVID symptoms. And then three, four, five days later, get absolutely slammed to the mat with rebound symptoms. Okay. Um, I don't see, with particularly given how mild COVID is right now for most people, it's extraordinarily mild. Most people have something akin to even a mild cold. Uh, don't need to take anything other than maybe, maybe some over-the-counter uh, medication for cough or stuffy nose or whatever. Maybe some ibuprofen or Tylenol. I cannot, for the life of me, see any justification for using Paxlovid at all. I don't think it has any um, other than making somebody very rich because mm. it is an expensive medication. Um, I see zero indication for it personally. Okay. Next question along these same lines. By the way, John, Go ahead, John, Steve. Go ahead. Kelly might have gotten in trouble early on because she called it Paxlovid. <laughs> Good one. You remember that. Good one. Uh, exactly right. Along these same lines, this one I've not heard of. Prevnar 20, what is that? Somebody just asked. Good, bad, or otherwise? Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I, don't, I don't, not, don't know. I can look it up. Uh, I don't know what Prevnar 20 is. Let's see. A Prevnar 20 vaccine uh, provides protection against uh, pneumo, I'm going to say this wrong, pneumococcal oh, diseases oh, for adults yeah. and babies. Oh, it's okay. I, I'm not familiar with it. I'm, I'm known as Pneumovax. Um, it, it apparently is uh, is just a, a different name. Okay. It's the uh, for the pneumococcal vaccine. Uh, yeah, the pneumococcal vaccine, you know, clearly is has proven to be effective at decreasing the risk of that particular bacterial pneumonia. The reality is most people are not at significant risk for that bacterial pneumonia. Okay, most people will do fine if they get, you know, a, a, you know, a virus or a bacterial infection and will not are not at significant risk. So, again, I truly believe that we are over vaccinating people, not that vaccines are bad, but that we are vaccinating everybody for everything right now. I have never in my life gotten an influenza vaccine ever. Okay, I get exposed to influenza and a lot of it every year as a physician. I do I want to get sick with influenza? No. But I know that if I get it, I will be able to handle it just fine. So similarly, uh, most people are not at risk for new, uh, pneumococcal pneumonia. And therefore, I think for the vast majority of people, it like so many other vaccines is unnecessary. Okay. Perfect. Let's do this. I got a segue. I've got a couple more questions that have just come in. We'll get those answered in a moment. If you've got more questions, we've got one more segment left with Dr. Kelly Victory and Steve House. And by the way, this is it for the rest of 2023. We'll be back, of course, in 2024. But these will be our last live questions we can ask right now. So if you have that, please text us 307-200-8222. High Five Plumbing is next. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. When temperatures plummet, the risk of water pipes freezing skyrockets. And High Five Plumbing can help you prevent it. 
If you've noticed water dripping anywhere around your house, especially on the exterior walls, it's imperative that you have it checked now. Once the temps drop below 30 degrees, you're risking damaged pipes, making a small fix something way bigger. This is especially true for pipes on exterior walls, in crawl spaces, at spigots, and even where most people forget, down floor drains. High Five has several ways to prevent and fix freezing pipes permanently. From insulating your pipes better, to moving them off exterior walls, or adding heated tape to prevent freezing, the Colorado Code Certified Techs at High Five know what to look for to keep your water flowing. KLZ listeners receive a waived service fee. Just tell High Five that John Rush sent you when you contact them at klzradio.com plumbing. All right, your financial future is a big deal, and it's a part of the stress and your health down the road as well. 303-744-1128 is how you, has how you reach Al Smith. You need to talk with Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial now, before the new year, to help ensure your retirement plan is ready for whatever lies ahead. Even if you're currently participating in an employer-sponsored plan, you need Al Smith to help you strategize maximizing your retirement savings. Often near the end of the year, it's very difficult to get someone from your employer plan on the phone, whereas Al is personally ready to assist you right now. If you have retirement accounts, you definitely need Al Smith to help you close the year out and avoid costly mistakes or year-end penalties. Give Al Smith at Golden Eagle Financial a call today to receive your free no-obligation consultation and get your retirement plan in order before January 1st. Just go to klzradio.com slash money to contact Al or to schedule a consultation. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Now back to Rush to Reason, presented by High Five Plumbing where every call ends with a high five. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Dr. Kelly Victory as well as Steve House joining us now. Okay, this one is, I, how should I say this? Well, I'll tell you what, let me, let me get a question asked first before I go on, uh, and I want to make sure because I almost forgot this one. So Dr. Kelly uh, and or Steve, I'll start with you, Dr. Kelly. Uh, have you heard about brain, fo- brain fog being a disability now, it's being said that it's due to COVID-19 or long COVID. There's an article in the the Winnetachi mm-hmm. World, whatever that is, in, in uh, Washington. I This one is a new one. On, this is new to me. I don't know about this one. Yeah, there's a lot of reports of people saying that, you know, they have brain fog, and that's one of the many, um, as that person points out, one of the many symptoms that people have associated with, quote, long COVID. Okay. Um, it's very, very hard to, as you might imagine, to measure or to prove, quote, brain fog because it overlaps with a lot of other things. Simple fatigue, insomnia, depression, anxiety, lots of things cause can cause what people refer to as, quote, brain fog. I mean, I just don't feel great. I'm not thinking straight. I, I feel like I either didn't get enough sleep or I stayed up too late or I'm hungover or what people describe it in lots of different ways. But without question, it's been associated with COVID and long COVID as well as, by the way, vaccines. 
Um, and we are seeing more and more people claiming it as a disability. Okay. I know that Dr. Peter McCullough and others who are treating what they consider to be vaccine-related uh, injuries or long COVID with things to try to eradicate the spike proteins are seeing some uh, decrease in that brain fog complaint by using medications like natokinase that are aimed at trying to help you eliminate the spike proteins. So it may well be something related to a buildup of spike proteins, whether it's from the vaccine itself or from the virus. Okay. Uh, again, thank you, by the way. I did not know that. Steve, again, you're on the admin side of this. Where, what are you seeing when it comes to that end of it? I think that, uh, you know, most of the people I talk to in hospitals will tell you that um, brain fog comes from wearing your tinfoil hat too tight. Um, other than that, they're not talking about it. So, okay. Um, it, 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 you know, brain fog is brain fog. I mean, gosh, with all the neurodegenerative stuff that we have going on in general, and then you take a... COVID vaccine, which, as Kelly has pointed out correctly, you know, testes, ovaries, brain, you know, other aspects of what's going on, who knows? I mean, this is really, I mean, we've got a big mental health problem in this country, and we didn't make it any better by doing the vaccines, that's for sure. All right, I don't have a lot of time left uh, in this hour period because we've got a longer break, and I'll let you guys go just a tad early. But before we do that, you guys fly a lot, so do I. Uh, not nearly as much as you two do, but there's, of course, a lot of you know hubbub. Southwest Airlines now allowing people that are severely overweight. I mean, I'm not talking 20, 30 pounds, but severely overweight. They're allowing them to buy two or three seats. They get on the plane first with pre-board status. Once they're on the plane and discover they only, you know, technically one person... They are getting a refund for the one or two other seats that they're buying in addition to their single seat, therefore having more room. I have my own thoughts on that. You can only imagine what I think. Dr. Kelly, does this not just encourage people to be, I'm sorry, I'll just use the word, fat and not get back in shape? I just read this story yesterday, and I was absolutely incensed. I mean, bottom line, what you're saying is that if you're morbidly obese, you can have an entire row to yourself, but only pay for one seat. Correct. Where I pay for my one seat, and I get to sit, you know, next to two other people who are normal weight. Correct. Uh, it's absolutely ridiculous. If you need to buy an extra seat, it's no different than if I need. I can't bring my dog, my service dog, on the plane without paying uh, a a surcharge. I certainly, if you have a child with you. Even if a toddler, you either hold that kid on your lap. In other words, they sit in the well, seat. And they make you, if they're over or, two, or, they make you buy a ticket. You don't have any choice. Right. Exactly. Or you have to buy a ticket for that child. So the idea that because obesity is your issue, and, and people have lots of reasons why they may be obese, but the reality is, why are we making an accommodation for that? That puts, Because the price, I promise you, the price isn't being absorbed by the airline. No, it's, it's you and I absorbing it. on to the rest of That's us. right. You right. and I and Steve. So that, That's so correct. That you, right. The rest of the ticket prices will end up ultimately going up because the airline has got to sell all the seats on the plane, whether they sell it to one individual who's obese or they defer that cost or spread it out over the rest of the people. Steve, to me, this just encourages, in my opinion, we're encouraging 
I'm sorry, I'm going to say it. And by the way, I've been somebody that was 100 pounds plus overweight. I, by the way, never had to sit in two seats on an airplane. I was always able to accommodate things. And if I felt like I needed to do something different, you paid the right money and did that. Uh, I also realized I needed to get in shape and lose weight and do all of that, which I did in 2010. But regardless, Steve, I never expected anyone to allow me to have two seats for free. And frankly, I knew that I needed to lose weight, which I did. You're not encouraging people to get healthy is my point. Yeah, I mean, this is a tough one because I fly a lot, as you said, and I have so many times recently been sitting in a seat, you know, an aisle seat where I had to lean out into the aisle because the person sitting next to me was very large, or in a middle seat with two people that were very large on both sides. I mean, it's very uncomfortable. Correct. To go with that, the airline seats themselves are not very comfortable. Anymore. No, they've made them smaller and smaller, of course. Right, smaller, and they're, and they're crazy. Should someone be able to pay one fee and buy two seat, two additional seats? No, because there's another factor. There aren't that many seats available on airplanes. There you go. And so now all of a sudden I can't get the flights I want because someone's got two or three seats. I mean, it's it's endemic of what's going on in the country in terms of the, you know, apology tour that we're going on for all kinds of right. interesting maladies and behaviors. And, you know, look, I, like Kelly said, obesity can come from a lot of things. Um I think you have to be, as, as someone who's in that situation, like you sounded like you were, John, you've got to be mindful of the impact you have on other people. And just like I do, I mean, if I stink and I need to take a shower and I sit in a plane and I smell so bad no one can stand it, I, I think I have to take responsibility for that and make sure I don't step into an airplane being in that situation. Well, that's partially why I think, and I you know, I know you guys fly a lot and see some of the same things that – that I do, which is why you you know you don't, in my opinion, you don't put your bare feet on the seat, you know, uh, you know the seat back in front of you, or lay it up against the window. I mean, there's just all sorts of etiquette things I feel you need to do when you're traveling. Period, and we've lost a lot of that. And and, and I know you two see this on a regular basis because you fly more than I do. Uh, there's yep. no question. I mean, people, people you know, people, people's uh, civility has gone out the window. People's sense of, you know, what is appropriate to wear on an airplane? What is appropriate to do on an airplane? Now that everybody has a cell phone and they were yanked before the doors shut, you know, people are talking about it in a voice and you're overhearing conversations that you shouldn't be hearing. That's true. You know, you're saying, do you, are you aware that you are within earshot of 30 people are hearing this conversation that you're having? You know, very inappropriate. Uh, so, yes, people have kind of lost it. We need to get back to a level of, yep. uh, of civility and sort of a demeanor that I think has been long lost. I'll leave it at that. Uh, both of you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Dr. Kelly Victory, Steve House, both of you. Merry, Merry Christmas to both of you. We are extremely thankful here. I know myself, I am, Charlie, all of us. Uh, Crawford Broadcasting across the board. We're very, very thankful for both of you. We wouldn't be able to do what we do here each week and inform the people that we inform literally on a weekly, monthly, annual basis without both of you. So, Dr. Kelly, again, thank you very much, and Merry Christmas to you. We really appreciate it. Thank you. A very, very Merry Christmas to both of you guys. I always enjoy these shows. It's been great fun, and the fact that we're also able to hopefully share some nuggets uh, along the way just makes it all the better. There we go. I'll let you go. Dr. Kelly, thank you. Steve, again, thank you. You're the one to put all this together in the first place and indebted to you greatly. Well, I, I love doing this, John. We've been doing it a long time now. We've been doing it with Kelly for 
three or four years. Yes. I mean, if you think about it, so we've been doing it for a long time. I'm going to endeavor it in 2024 to be more informed and a little bit funnier. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> All right. Love you, man. Appreciate you, Steve. You Merry too, Christmas to you. Thank you, man. You bet. Take right. care. Up next, it's a Veteran Windows and Doors, 40% off right now, including free labor. Find them at klzradio.com. Veteran Windows and Doors won't pressure you to sign on the dotted line today to get, quote, the best prices. Owner Dave Bancroft wants you to take your time in making the right choice for your home and believes educating you, the customer, is the number one priority. Other companies just want to pressure you into a sale right now. Dave has seen homeowners with buyer's remorse after working with other high-pressure salesmen. Dave knows all the pitches and sales gimmicks out there. Dave respects you as a homeowner, so he will never pressure you. Veteran Windows and Doors is so confident in their top quality windows and expert installation process, they want you to get three competing bids. Veteran is not afraid to be compared to other companies because they want to do right by you. Don't get pressured into buying windows before you are ready. Work with Veteran Windows and Doors by going to klzradio.com window today. Bruce Simmons, if you got a question on reverse mortgage, he is the place to call. Go to klzradio.com and find him there. A reverse mortgage can make sense for you if you are properly prepared. KLZ's reverse mortgage professor, Bruce Simmons, can help make sure you are ready. Many things you do not need to do first, like paying your bills off first or making certain repairs. And sometimes you will need to shore up some things on the home title or a repair that Bruce knows will be needed for the appraisal. The point is you can be prepared for a reverse mortgage and move now rather than waiting. In an interest rate increasing environment, acting quicker rather than later puts more money in your pocket. Call Bruce Simmons for a free consultation at 303-467-7821. That's 303-467-7821. Or schedule online now at klzradio.com slash reverse. And MLS 409914, American Liberty Mortgage, is an equal housing lender. KNR Home Transitions takes the stress out of buying and selling a home. klzradio.com is where you find them. worried about your parents living in that house as they get older. So now you really need Catherine and Robin of K&R Home Transitions by your side. Kat and Robin are passionate about helping adult children and their parents as they both had to painfully go through the process with their own parents. Kat and Robin can assist you as much or as little as you need, and they will partner with you to sell the house for the highest price possible in the shortest time. Whether it's estate sales, open houses, cleaning and decluttering, photos and marketing, probate and paperwork, or transitioning to living in a multi-generational home, whew, that's way too much work for one person. Kat and Robin are senior real estate specialists, certified living in place professionals, chartered advisors for senior living, and certified home stagers among their many certifications. Visit klzradio.com home to see their work and schedule a no-strings-attached free consultation with Kat and Robin. All right, Cub Creek Heating and Air Conditioning, make sure you're dialed in when it comes to your HVAC system. Call them today at 303-656-5467. Cub Creek Heating and AC installs high-efficiency furnaces, saving you money and keeping your home warmer all winter. 
High-efficiency furnaces use significantly less energy and effectively produce more heat in less time. That means 90 to 98 percent of the fuel used is converted to heat in your home, compared to 56 to 70 percent on a standard furnace. Not only will it save you at least 10 percent on your utility bill, but it will heat your home more consistently. The unit is smart enough to not force air through the system, which can create hot and cold zones in your home, as you notice with older furnaces. The Texacup Creek will help you make sense of government incentives that are available with these furnaces. The Ream Pro Partners at Cub Creek can typically have a high-efficiency furnace installed in a day. And financing is available, so reach out to Hunter and Doug today by going to klzradio.com HVAC to learn more. On KLZ 560. All right, we are back. And if you're listening to a replay of this show, you can do that again and again, even send that on to someone else by going to rushtoreason.com. Just click on the show notes section, previous shows, and you can go to whatever particular day you want. And when it comes to Dr. Kelly Victory and the hours we do with her, those are cataloged very well. And you can look at all the different things that we have talked about in the past. And again, you can actually find the link there and send that on to others if you'd like them to actually hear some of the things that we have talked about during this hour, which, as Steve said a moment ago, we've been doing for three plus years. So that's it for this hour, though. We'll be back with some more hours. Don't go anywhere. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.